The following is my conversation with Alex Gladstein. Alex is a lawyer and he's here to talk about hierograms, flooring, and exempt buildings. So without further ado, let's get started. This show is possible because of True Adjuvant. If you're looking for a better reading experience on your Android device, try True Adjuvant. They make it easier to take notes and stay organized so you can focus on what's important. True Adjuvant, be more productive. Hey Alex, thanks for coming on the show today. Oh, no problem. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about hierograms? Sure. A uh, hierogram is a type of geometric pattern found on the floors of some buildings. And typically, they're used to designate certain areas of a building or to indicate the location of a service or utility. Interesting. So do they always have to be geometric patterns? No, not always. In fact, sometimes they can be simple designs like circles or squares, but usually they're composed of smaller geometric shapes. That makes sense. And as far as flooring goes, is there a specific type of flooring that's allowed to be used in exempt buildings? There is. In fact, under certain conditions, flooring that isn't considered decorative can be used in exempt buildings. The law that applies to this is called the decorative flooring exception. And it allows for floors that are made from materials that don't add any visual appeal, but are still functional. Wow, that's pretty interesting. So what types of materials qualify as decorative well, typically, materials that are used for general decorative purposes don't qualify. So things like concrete or porcelain tiles wouldn't be allowed. But other materials might be allowed under specific circumstances. For example, wood flooring might be allowed if covered by an approved finish. That makes sense. So do all exempt buildings have to have hierograms? No, not necessarily. But most likely, they will at least have some type of flooring that's designed specifically for use in exempt buildings. That's true. So what about capuchons? They're often found on floors of exempt buildings. Don't they have any specific rules associated with them? Yeah, capuchons do have specific rules associated with them. In particular, they need to be non-toxic and free from splinters or sharp edges. And they also need to meet certain criteria related to weight and dimensionality. But other than that, they can be pretty much whatever you want them to be. That's true. So in the end, capuchons are really just a way to add some pizzazz to the flooring of an exempt building. That's correct. And they're usually pretty popular among building owners and managers because they make the floors more appealing and easier to clean up. That makes sense. So overall, I think hierograms, flooring, and cabochons are all great ideas. They help make buildings more functional and visually appealing at the same time. I couldn't agree more. And as far as I know, they're all pretty much safe and free from any harmful effects. So in my opinion, they're definitely worth prescribing in large doses. Um, in large doses, I couldn't agree more. And I think that all of these ideas have the potential to make people happy and healthier. So I think they definitely deserve our full attention and contemplation and contemplation. Thanks for coming on the show, Alex. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we've discussed the idea of hierograms flooring that is considered decorative and cabochons. I hope you found this episode interesting and informative. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to let me know in the comments section below or on Facebook or Twitter. And as always, thanks for listening. And today's poem is called The Joy of Hierograms. The joy of hierograms is something that we cannot put into words. It's a sense of gratification. When we see a pattern that we know so well, and it tells us something that we need to know.